NYP fam, welcome to another episode. Today is a episode that is one of my favorite, and I say that all the time. They're all my favorites. But this one in particular is with a mentor of mine who I've grown very fond of over the last little bit, and his podcast is a big reason why. His name is David Meltzer, and he is a career entrepreneur. He started out in the sports industry. He started out as a lawyer, then got in the sports industry, ran a big sports agency, and over the last several years has really been growing his brand and helping a lot of people along the way. And I am absolutely, I was going to say infatuated. Another word that came to mind was inspired. But I'm absolutely, I, I admire so much people who are able to make a lot of money and do a lot of good in this world. And I think that like that is the, man, if we all were able to do that, or we all embodied more of that, like man, what kind of world we would live in. And David does that to a T. One of the most financially successful people ever had the chance to interview but also one of the most giving people I've ever encountered. And so it's a, a short interview. I'll tell you, I stumbled on David several years ago on a Gary V podcast and have been following him for years. And just recently, I put out a tweet that said, hey, I'd love to have David Meltzer on my show. Does anybody know how to contact him? Well, nobody else responded, replied, or anything except him. He responded back to the tweet, said, email me. I emailed him. We set up a time and he was so giving with his time. And so we're going to finally release that interview. I had been holding on to it for a little while, but now is the time. And without further ado, let's get into our interview with David Meltzer. MYP fam, I want you guys to welcome Mr. David Meltzer. Thank you so much, Dave, for hanging out and spending some time with us today. No place I'd rather be. I'm excited to help people understand how we can amplify and perpetuate some great ideas to help people. It's interesting. My, my podcast marketing agency is actually called Amplify Media, and we had to spell it a little differently because it's not necessarily a original idea, but I've something, a concept that I'm fascinated myself personally with. I will just give a little bit of context. We used to listen to the radio in the car on the way to drop off my kids, and I just dropped off my son. He's, he's three years old. But instead of doing that, we now listen to the playbook. And in the morning when we are, are drawing our, our dream home, he likes to draw our, our pool and uh, he, he likes to design homes and we, we listen to the playbook as well. And so I just want to thank you for that, for, for feeding my children with some, some great stuff. Well, it sounds, like, it sounds like you're feeding your children some great stuff, meaning the ability to understand attention and intention, having them draw the, their dream home at such a young age. And for you to participate in that is exactly what I look forward to young couples and young families doing. Yeah. One thing that I that really stood out, I've always been drawn to heart-centered uh, entrepreneurs. I think one of the books I read early on in my journey was Conscious Capitalism. And I was lucky to have found you on a Gary Vee article, and you seem to embody that like uh, someone I, like no other. And so what one thing that maybe you've coined, maybe you haven't, is the, the, the idea of the heart set. And we've heard a lot about mindset but you've really talked a lot about heart set and specifically for a, a creator, a podcast is often, often a thankless kind of job. So many people talk about it being, they're not hearing any feedback or doing it and it being so tough. So what, what can you say about the heart set that's needed to thrive in a creator economy today? You know, it's so interesting that you say that because I think the mind, the heart and the hands are so closely tied together, but 
why the heart set is so important is there's five levels of frequency to and the handset indicates what we do right what work we put in the grind you know all the gary v stuff that i love so much and the handset incorporates as well what we say and a lot of people haven't even evolved past what they do into hey you got to speak the right things into the universe and then we start getting into the mindset you know what we think and believe you know these are important mechanisms or frequencies within the intention realm but until you enter the final stage from the handset of what we do and say to the mindset of what we think and believe to the heart set of what we feel see that feeling is an indicator that you are clearing the interference between you and this omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source that loves you as much as you love your three, two kids. I'm telling you the heart set of how we feel, it accelerates what we're trying to do. It expands what we're trying to do. And so where within the context of the handset of what we do and say, the mindset of what we think and believe is only tied together and expanded by one thing, the heart set of how we feel. You talk a lot about the, I don't know if I would call it need, maybe you can correct me here, but the, the necessity of, of making money, but also doing good. And you seem to articulate it very well. And podcasters, they tend to, it, it tends, to be, tends to be a fiery topic. So how do you look at someone who's looking into making an impact in the world through their message, but also needing to sustain it and and to have the resources to be able to do that my my entire mission is about that right my mission in life is to empower people to be happy obviously gratitude being the only common denominator of happiness so i teach a lot of gratitude no matter how rich or poor tall or small no matter how sick or well gratitude is the only common denominator of happiness but beyond that you have to make a lot of money help a lot of people and have a lot of fun with that gratitude and a lot of people cannot reconcile understanding receiving see they live in a realm where they were taught the more you give the more you receive there are people who appreciate what they have which expands what they have when you appreciate what something it adds value to it they even acknowledge it acquiring the knowledge of something requires you to give it away let it be lost stolen or manipulated from you but where they lack the understanding of how the universe is not a zero sum game. It's not a matter of if you win, I lose, or if you receive something, I can't get it. It's a value add game where you need to ask and receive. And so I like to shift the paradigm to all the podcasters out there. The more you receive, the more you can give. The more you receive, the bigger your podcast will be. The bigger your podcast will be, the more you receive. The more you receive, the bigger your podcast will be. It's a value add game, not a zero sum game. And so don't worry about the giving and the appreciating as much as you should worry about the receiving first and making and doing what it takes in order to receive, to receive value for what you're doing and then give it away and then receive more. Yeah. You've done a lot of work in the audio industry, also in the, the podcasting space. And you do a lot of recording at the Blue Wire uh, studios out in Vegas. Why are you so bullish on the podcasting industry? Why? I, I don't know whether you're an investor or an advisor or you just, it's a cool place to record, but it seems like, uh, it, it looks amazing by the way, but can you talk a little bit about your enthusiasm for the space? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm blessed to be, you know, featured on the Blue Wire Network. So, you know, I do it whatever I can to 
to help them and been blessed with that studio in the lobby of the wind. But I also have a studio at SoFi, you know, my office and podcast studios at SoFi, which is the new Super Bowl champion home of the Los Angeles Rams and Los Angeles Chargers. And then I have my own studio in Orange County as well. But look, podcasting is a medium. You know, I'm bullish on radio, billboards, TV, podcasting, because they all can be amplified, no pun intended to what your company is. But if you capture your podcast correctly, if you modify your podcast correctly, if you amplify the podcast correctly and perpetuate it, which makes it a complete medium, because if a, in order to have a complete medium today, you need to be able to capture, modify, perpetuate, and amplify. Some just do one or the other. But when you have the, the full board medium like podcasting, it's going to be here for a long. And so being able to reach the world, strengthen your signals, widen your spectrum. And then, of course, you know, like I told you, I like to receive. So there's so many different ways to monetize a podcast when you build a community around it, other than I've never sold an ad on my podcast. And yet I know exactly how to utilize the podcast, not only to, you know, align with my mission, but to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Yeah. The podcasting space, there's a lot of value in, we call it the, well, I call it the value in the long tail. And to you, you might say, you know, it's a consistent and persistent pursuit of, uh, I believe it's your potential is how you phrase it. Can you talk about that concept and, and specifically for a, a creator who, you know, maybe they, it is thankless or maybe they haven't hit it as big as they want it to do, you know, to be, how, how does that apply to what you talk about? It's so applicable from the day that I started five years ago, my anniversary is, you know, on the Super Bowl there. Why is it and how is it so applicable is that, you know, people have to have a long tail, a long vision. So for example, if you were going to pay me, if I told you that, will you pay me if I can guarantee you'll be one of the biggest podcasts in the world in 20 years, most people would be turned off when I said that, even if I guaranteed it of them. But the few that would say, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to be one of the most popular podcasts in 20 years from now. If I charge, for example, $10,000 a year, and I said, I guarantee, and I'll refund you, but I'll guarantee you that you will be one of the most popular podcasts in 20 years if you do what I say, and you pay me the 10 grand year one, and I say, okay, we're only going to focus in on two ambassadors, two people that will tell two people a year that they have to listen to your podcast. Well, most people of the limited people that would take on the 20 year project, very few would even last a year. Even though I guarantee the money, most people would ask for their money back year one when I told them, hey, we're just gonna get two people that will get two people a year. And when we get in year two, four people now that are getting four people a year, most people would ask for their 20 grand back. And when we get eight people getting eight people a year, most people would ask for their money back. And when you get 64 people getting 64 people a year, most people would ask for their money back. The difference is the people that don't ask for their money back, that all they're focused in on every year from their podcast is a minimum of two ambassadors, two people that will get them two people every year. And 20 years from now, right? When I started, I was 50. So when I'm 70 years old, I'll have 2 million people getting me 2 million people a year, and then 4 million people getting me 4 million. I'll be one of the most popular. Now, because of that strategy, detaching my emotions from the outcome, I'm already one of the most popular podcasts in the world, and I only went after two people at a time. 
You've also talked about the difference between a follower and an ambassador and that they're, they're not necessarily the same thing. Two questions here. Can you touch on the difference there? And then also, how do you, how do you cultivate an ambassador as opposed to someone who's just a follower? Good on you for that second question, by the way, because most people are not more interested than interesting. So they're, the first question is obvious, but the second one is someone like you that's more interested than interesting. So good on you for that. Number one, the difference between an ambassador and a follower is a follower just checks a box and may or may not even listen to you. But they certainly are not a sponsor or a power sponsor of yours, meaning that they will not go get other people to listen to you or you know, proactively market you and go other people to get to listen to you. So an ambassador is a sponsor and or a power sponsor, someone that is engaged in what you do and will get other people, not only will participate themselves, but will get other people to participate, even to get other people to participate. And, and then the second question. So the way that you cultivate an ambassador is to ask how you can be of value or service to them. In podcasting, it's understanding the difference between having people listen to you or taking the effort to learn what your audience is listening for. So most people that want followers will talk to what they think people are listening to. The real good podcasters know what the audience is listening for. David, it's been a, an honor to have the universe that has brought me your content. You've been a, a virtual mentor to mine. And so I'm, I'm just so honored and humbled. The podcast is The Playbook. It comes out almost every day, if not every day. You guys are putting out stuff constantly. Is there anywhere else, Dave, that you want to send the listeners or that people should go? Yeah, I would like everyone to either join me on my free Friday trainings uh, or please ask for my book, Guides, Exercises. I do a 14-day gratitude challenge guaranteed to change your life. Everything I do is free, including giving my book away. So I sign books, send them out, pay for shipping in the book. Uh, just email me david at dmelzer.com. Happy to help your entire audience and you. Hector, david at dmelzer.com. I answer everything myself. Look forward to hearing from you. Guys, David was uh, amazing enough to give us a few minutes here. We're going to try and give him some time back. So go and follow Dave and we'll see you guys on the next episode of the NYP Show. NYP fam, thanks for hanging out with us today. If you know another podcaster that wants to grow their show, please share this episode with them. If you've got questions about how to grow your show, come and connect with me on Twitter at Hector underscore podcast. And if you want to talk about how we might be able to grow your podcast, go to amplifymedia.com. That's A-M-P-L-A-F-Y media.com. That's A-M-P-L-A-F-Y media.com. Thanks again for hanging out today. We'll see you on the next one.